I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Welcome to this episode of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3 Purple Belt. Phil Coors, A2 Purple Belt. Philly. What's up? It's been a while. Not that long. Six months. Doesn't feel like it. It's a hiatus, folks. It was a hiatus. We uh, needed a break for creative differences that we mm-hmm. had during that time off. It's true. It's not really true. Uh, I didn't want to talk about Gordon Ryan anymore. Oh, we're talking about Gordon Ryan. Oh, I know. That's the first thing. That's why thing. we're back. <laughs> That's the first thing on the list. He's back, baby. He's back. Do you know who he's training with, too, now? Who's training with him? No. You don't? You haven't seen this? Nicholas Marigali. Yeah, I don't know who that is. He... Well, he he's guy? multi-time world champ. He beat Leandro Lowe. That was his it, it, the first year he was at Black Belt. He beat Leandro Lowe for the uh, world championship in Gi mm-hmm. Jiu-Jitsu. And phenomenal. He's a Brazilian. And um, handsome, too. Handsome guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he beat Leandro Lowe. And then he actually lost to Victor Hugo, but it was a disqualification because he gave him the finger going off the mat. Um, or, well, whenever they were in something uh, to lose the world championship this past year in Gi Jiu-Jitsu. And he is now switched over to full-time being uh, with Gordon Ryan and Donaher at New Wave Jiu-Jitsu. And, uh, they're sticking with that, huh? They're sticking with it. I don't yeah. I don't understand it. It's, it's not that great. I mean, I, I tried to like it to yeah. begin with. It's terrible. I tried to like it. But, uh, but... Yeah, man, it's cool. I, you know, they've published some of the roles and stuff. He's he's shocker, really good at jujitsu. Um, but his first match is tonight. So Craig Jones still doesn't train with Gordon Ryan anymore. They just can't I mean, get along. they all train together. They just don't get along. No, I think they. I mean, I think that there was differences in philosophy, and I think that. Um, here's what I think. I think that Nicky Ryan wanted to get out from under the shadow of his older brother and i think that he's i think that him and craig jones are the um main instructors at b team jiu-jitsu so um and i think they still train regularly together Hmm. but you know i don't know okay i don't know i never heard anything else about that yeah you're probably not going to because none of them are going to talk shit about anything I mean, they're all going to keep their mouth shut about any anything to do with that. Um, but me knowing them as well as I do, <laughs> formulated my own theory that it's yeah. probably completely inaccurate, just like most of what we say is. Mm-hmm. Um, and keep that in mind for the topics today. But uh, but the, on on uh, WNO tonight, it's going to be there's going to be some. Gr- I thought it was Saturday. Mm. Is today the 25th or 26th? I don't know. Today's the 25th. Oh, it is. Sorry. It is Saturday. It's tomorrow. You're right. 
It's the 26th. It's they're usually on Fridays. I thought they're usually on Saturdays. Are they? I thought maybe not because the slap thing happened. I remember we were going to the Shelby seminar, so that was on a Friday. Yeah, because they try to stay away from you uh, conflicts with UFC. People still watch that. Oh God, man, you're awful, boring. <laughs> you got nothing but chickens and baby small animals in your head and small trees now. Dude, the UFC is so boring. It is not boring, but it's, I'm not going to go man, down right. that rabbit hole. Okay, we've only got 45 minutes and six months worth of content that we got to go <laughs> over today. Okay, it's true. Um. But uh, so so it's going to be which Gordon's f- filling in for Nikki. He was supposed to have a match with Jacob Couch. His mm-hmm. knee's not where it needs to be after. So that's surgery. how he's getting out of the shower. He's having his brother fight his battles. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, and shots fired. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm sure Gordon listens to this. Uh, and um, and so so he's he's uh, got a match against Jacob Couch. Listen. Uh, Kudos to Jacob Couch for not saying no to this match. I mean, why would he? It's a no lose. It's a no lose situation, like Pedigo. But many people don't want to be embarrassed. Don't want to, you know, really see where they stack up against the best. There, there, there's a reason why he hasn't fought Galvao yet. Yeah, but he's the other dude's not considered like one of the best. I don't even think he has a black belt. Oh, he's he's beat some of the best black belts. I understand that, but like he's not considered one of the best, and I don't think he has a black belt. Do you think Andrew Wilsey's considered to be one of the best because yes, he's I been do. beating black belts since he was a blue belt? I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think uh, Jacob Couch is along that same trajectory. I just don't think he's where Wilsey is right now. Proving my point that he has nothing to lose. Uh, nobody thinks he's one of the best. He has I don't nothing know why you're lose. arguing with me. Because We're arguing you're saying the same people, thing. You're saying nobody would take this match. I think a lot of people take the match. I think. No, okay. I'm sorry. You're right. Nobody oh, of the upper echelon of Correct. competition yeah. grapplers have a lot will lose. take this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to find him. Yeah. People like Gabao are still going to pretend they could win. Right. Right. Um, And we'll see about that at ADCC if it even happens. It won't. It won't happen. Hey, you're right. You're totally, he'll pull out There's the last There's no way. You're right. You're, you can't get slapped in the face and then dodge fights for like this long and then lose. Yeah, no that's shot. true. That's true. He won't, he probably won't get a match with Gordon or take a match until Gordon loses to somebody else. But what if they did meet at ADCC? And what if they just gave big hugs at the end and were made up? Wouldn't that be great? Maybe. I don't think that's going to happen. And bummer, guess what? Me and Brian were going to go. We I already bought the tickets for ADCC this year. Mm-hmm. Shout out if anybody needs tickets for ADCC. I got two general admission tickets. Um, Why can't Brian go? No, I can't go because my nephew, selfish bastard, is getting married that weekend. Is that announced? Yes. I haven't seen it. Right now. All right. It was announced September 17th. Because I haven't heard anybody else. <laughs> I haven't seen anything about it. Yeah. Well, you're not invited. Phil. That's better. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't have gone anywhere. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. I do like Nick. Yeah, of course. I don't like going anywhere and doing things, though. No, I know. I know that. So that's a waste of an invite. So I want to go over uh, anything else, Gordon? No, I don't think so. No, he's got got, the match. I think it'd be interesting. He's got 15 more instructionals out. Pinning's the last one. He's doing the same ones again. Yeah. Just re releasing his stuff. Smart. Yeah. Smart. New and better. 
mm-hmm. including additional content. He doesn't have to redo it all. Um, uh, the other thing that I'm pretty excited about is uh, I saw it on Instagram on uh, uh, Hollywood Mike's Instagram feed that they're doing, a, you know, they do WNO, who's number one, and now they're doing WNX, and it's going to be like an ultimate fighter, but for up-and-coming uh, jiu-jitsu people. So they've got, I think, a 32-man bracket that they're starting out with. So the first day, and, and the format is beautiful. No gi, submission only, no time limit. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the likes of uh, uh, the jiu-jitsu giant of um, J-Rod, who's Nick Nicky Rod's little brother uh, of... Uh, I like how he went his own way with a nickname. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Sultan of Strangles is going to be in it. Um, Who's that? Uh, it's his, his Instagram handle is Cool Rack. Good guy. He's under, um, he's under Danaher, uh, but has a school, Immortals Jiu-Jitsu up in, uh, I think, New Jersey. I'm not sure. Maybe not New Jersey. Maybe New York somewhere. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. But he still goes down and trains with him all the time. But um He's going to be in it. There's a, just a huge number of, you know, anybody that you've seen that's up and coming is going to be on this 32-man bracket, 16 are eliminated the first day. So that's going to be cool. I'm pretty excited about watching that. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, they just Did announced it, I think, yesterday. Yeah. Did I'm you wa- sign up? I'm waiting for who's old. Oh, that's, okay. <laughs> that's what I'm that's waiting good. for. That's good. Not who's next, who's old. Um, so, so we had, who uh, was. what's that? Who was, who was, <laughs> no, no, never was, <laughs> <laughs> who never can be. Um, but, uh, but thanks to, uh, shout out to Marshall, uh, for, for prompting us to get back on the wagon and, and he, he sent us a, something that he wanted as topic for discussion, which I think many people are interested in and, which, by the way, as with anything, I know nothing about belts or giving them or what it takes other than what I've heard and talked to other people about. Oh, man, I meant to I meant to get a clip from that James Clearman where he was talking about the his three pillars of promotion. Five. I mean, was it five? Mm-hmm. Five pillars. See, there you go. See, I told you I know nothing. Um, There's at least five. Was it? Yeah, it's five or six. Time, competition, technicality. Uh, that's the three I remember. Yeah. I don't know. We'll go back and revisit it. I don't know what podcast number it was. There's but Don't Be a Douchebag on there, too. Yeah, well. Yeah. That was the last one. I'm pretty sure you had five and the douchebag one was six. Was it? Okay. I think. You might, you're probably right. But it may have been five. You have to call him and ask. Oh, that'd be a good excuse to call him. Speaking of which, Laborio is going to be at Origin Camp this year. I know. You told me I'm excited. Me too. He was my favorite instructor last year. He was awesome. Such. Did you see pictures of him when he was young? Yeah, he was like super jacked and stuff. Yeah. Jacked. He had that jawline of an actor. <laughs> Incredible. Why does he cover that up with that beard? 
might not be there that way anymore. Oh, I'm sure it is. Think so? You don't lose that. You don't lose that. I digress. Anyway, so um, so for obvious reasons, since what I've had my purple bell six months, you've had yours nine months. Um, we're only going to go through purple belt, what it means to us, to what we see, like whenever there's progression, obviously, um, some people are with progression. It's, it's, um, it's less structured than others. And, you know, that's up to the person promoting, right? I mean, that's not what you're looking at me. Like I got two heads. No, I was just saying where you're going with it. I don't know what you're saying. Well, I mean, sometimes some, in other words, every belt test, some people do stripe tests, Mm -hmm. belt tests, stripe tests, you know, and I think it, I think it tends to be, um, I thought it was interesting. I was on a thread, God, maybe a couple of years ago where, uh, Mark Kukro, one of the, um, one of the professors here in Harrisburg, um, he was saying, you know, he's got, I don't know, six, 700 people in his school. So he was saying, you know, if you have kind of a, a, a fair rule of thumb is if you have under 50 students, then yeah, you can know intimately the progress that they're making, mm-hmm. um, very well. And, but if you have that many students, you really have to test to keep the standards up. And he's a Pedro Sauer affiliate. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I thought that was interesting. And I think they, they tested every, belt level i don't think they i don't know if they tested stripes or not i'll have to stare at that but um but yeah at every at every belt level and uh so for for every that might be the criteria and you know if that's the way your academy operates and that's the system you fall within that's that's what's going to go on but whenever i think of it starting out with white belt well let me hear you phil what do you think what do you think you should do at white belt what do you think makes a good white belt you know my answer is going to be boring. Okay. Well, let's hear it. You just go to class, and then you do what they tell you to do the best you can, and then you go back and try again because you did terrible. Yeah. I mean, you're That's right. It. That's. I don't think there's much else you can do other than try to pay attention, like figure out what you're supposed to be doing, like within the whole class and culture of the gym or school that you're at and then just try to work through it like you're gonna figure some stuff out along the way and then once you get into your pattern and your routine and you figure out how to be consistent then you can worry about like some of the other stuff Mm -hmm. yeah i would add to that that maybe one should be focusing on when they're a white belt slowing things down Mm mm-hmm Right. You know, we, we get the privilege of working with the white belts as upper belts whenever we're doing fundamentals class. Right. And I've, I've gotten with a couple of new people, um, at the beginning and it's always, they always want to do things fast, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's that learning how, how to learn and like knowing that slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Meaning that, that, whenever they're they should try to get a basic understanding of how to learn Mm -hmm. right that's kind of what i felt like i had to do whenever i was a white belt is that that 
everything needs to be even even if you think you're going very slow on something go half the speed whenever you're doing it mm-hmm. you know um and the other thing is to not worry if whenever you first start rolling if you don't know what to do in a in a situation mm-hmm. right like if you're in someone's guard if you have if you can develop one thing meaning all right all i'm going to do is maintain posture when i'm in their guard then focus on that or if if you know you've got them in your guard and you've got one sweep that you kind of know try that you know don't don't get locked up in positions and just try to hold as hard as you can onto those positions because most of the time you're going to be rolling with upper belts and um surprise you probably don't have much of a chance if you're just starting with upper belts anyway of let's say winning it's not you know that, that that's another thing we'll talk about but you should not be so concerned about getting your guard pass side control get comfortable in those uncomfortable positions because that's all of jujitsu right mm-hmm. from from wherever you're going to be there's always going to be someone better than you and so getting comfortable in those uncomfortable positions and start to realize because there's a reason why upper belts are going with white belts and that's because white belts tend to hurt themselves and put themselves in positions that are not standard and not predictable and that that can lead to injury i think i can't remember i saw a thing on the percentage i I don't remember what it was but percentage of people get injured at white belt and then you know obviously you're going to have little injuries all the way up or get hurt a little bit along the way but but those those catastrophic injuries are the ones you want to avoid especially whenever you're, you're at white belt Mm-hmm. and the whole like what you're saying learning how to learn thing I feel like that's was one of the best benefits I got out of jiu-jitsu period was just like my approach to everything else I do now it's like it's okay to suck at stuff and figure it out along the way I never was like okay with that stuff before like if I tried something and I sucked at it I'd be like ah oh, it's not for me and I wouldn't do it and I like wouldn't try to figure it out so that was a neat like little side benefit isn't that crazy? I mean, it's it's uh, like the book of Five Rings. Miyamoto Musashi says, "To to know greatness in one thing is to know greatness in all." And that, actually, Jocko says that. Yeah, quoting Miyamoto Musashi. Nah, Jocko wrote it. He did on not. the Dean Lister podcast. He, to know the way broadly. He he did. That one sticks out to me. I don't know why I remember that one so well. That was a good one. I love it. I think. Yeah. It, I mean, it sticks out because it's true. I mean, if if you know how to learn and to learn to be great in one thing you understand the process and other things. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other thing I was say? Uh, so survival, I guess that white belt is a big deal. And that's going back to like, it's okay to suck at it. Like you're supposed to suck. Yeah. Defending, like right? I mean, defending you're, you're going to yeah. be in bad positions all the time, right? Not to get to start scourge, to try to get comfortable and to try to look for small openings where they are. Another thing I was going to say when you're saying, cause I was that way too. When I started, I would like apologize. I'd be like, oh, I'm wasting people's time because I had no idea at all like what to do. And, you know, that's wrong. But at the same time, don't just do nothing. Um, right. Like you're saying. And I found that the best thing with the kids is kind of translated to adults, too, is like less is more. So I don't try to tell them to do anything specific. 
just super general, like, yeah, get past his legs. That's get it. around his legs, get past his legs. And the more they'll do it however they figure out how to do it. Uh, just the simpler, less is more idea I found has really helped to not overwhelm people where if I try to give you like an instruction on what to do with each arm and each leg in your head, it's going to be impossible for you to, to process all of it while you're doing something. Whereas you, if you just kind of, you know, I love doing that, but you know, I don't do that with, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's not the, is yeah, no, it's not the way for, and especially cause Marshall is all around mostly all brand new people. And that's just something I've noticed that like has really helped. You can keep it super basic, let them do what they want to do. And then maybe point something out as to why there was an issue with whatever they did and hope something sticks. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and also you have to reiterate those points with you like a thousand times, maybe twice thousand times in six months that's how long it takes for you for any concept i don't think so it's true you know people aren't hooking my leg when i knee cut yeah yeah Hmm. watch that video again yesterday yeah yeah (laughs) yeah we worked on it yesterday morning they're doing the knee cut again and i was just i said to john i was like yeah no it's the position i lost pains i'd never forget yeah, like that's never gonna. That's right. It's gonna be burned into my brain for the rest of my life. But yeah, you, know. yeah, you didn't listen to your coaching on that one. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Go back the other yeah, way. I don't, I don't, yeah, I remember I don't it vividly. Any, I don't think anybody ever brought that up before. I, well, I've yeah. got the tape, so I mean, There's we no can volume. share that. No yeah, there it. is volume. Nah, there is. So. You can hear me clearly saying it. Mm. Long before you Keep got in that very yeah. terrible position, <laughs> it just felt so good. <laughs> <laughs> It's felt like the right choice. <sighs> but, uh, but yes, I would, I would bring up one more thing, um, for white belts to concentrate on. And that is something that to, to this day I still do in, in warmups. Don't let that time be wasted because those basic moves, usually whenever somebody's doing warmups, it's, either, you know, hip escapes, bridging, something like that. But there's always stuff, technical stuff that you can get better at in those basic motions. And I didn't realize, even though I was always diligent about trying to be better and improve at that, I didn't do it with a goal in mind of it's going to make me a lot better Mm -hmm. down the line. Um, You know, you're immediately. Huh? And immediately. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Because your hip escape, getting out from side control or defending guard passing, your hip escape is is your last resort. Well, not your last resort, but for for guard passing, yeah, probably your last resort. But for creating space in order to get your guard back, I mean, it's it's so important. It's so important to be technically correct in and um in doing those motions and movements, the basic movements of of jujitsu. So that's something I would say if if you're a white belt and you're looking at focusing on something, focus on those warm-ups, man, whenever you're doing them. Because guess what? Whenever I first started 
I couldn't even get through the warm-ups. Dude, could you imagine if when we started this podcast, somebody told you to focus on the warm-ups? Like, what your answer would have been? <laughs> I'd be like, I'm doing barambolos, bitch. What are you talking about? Yeah. just, just I'm just trying to picture you focusing on warm-ups as a white belt. I, I focus on them more now than I did then, honestly. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense. And I feel like that's something Ryan would tell you. Oh, I'm sure he told me a hundred times yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, it's just funny to hear yeah. you say that. And then, I didn't listen. And then to him. think about back like a couple of years ago when we started this. Yeah, had somebody said that to you, you'd be like, <laughs> "Whatever, dude. Yeah, not interested." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? We may be totally wrong. I might be totally wrong on that. I don't know. I no, don't think. So. I don't think so. No, you're not. Yeah. I don't think anything we do every day is accidental. No. Uh, I'm not, no, I'm not saying I focus on them, you know, really, but just thinking about like that, that is funny. No, you're, you're totally right, Phil. Yeah. So anyway, anything else with white belt, anything else you can think of points that you want to take away? Figure out a schedule, be consistent, understand you're supposed to suck, go slow, don't hurt yourself, don't hurt other people and figure out how to survive. I'll put one more on that, and that is um, to keep a positive attitude whenever you're learning, right? But don't get discouraged. Like, like Jesus. That, you're supposed to suck. That half guard pin escape, there's like seven steps to that, right? You know? Mm-hmm. And whenever, I remember, I remember first yeah. learning, that's air quotes, yeah. learning that. I had no fucking clue what was going on. No, there's certain ones that like, like the push sweep. That that didn't make sense to me for a long time. Now it's one of my favorites. Push sweep? Mm-hmm. That was one I loved. No, because I couldn't pull my right leg in. Like I didn't understand how to how to like trap and and retract the uh, the, other, the other heel. Yeah. So like I just had a really hard time moving anybody with that. Mm-hmm. And the same with that like uh, muscle sweep or whatever when they stand up and oh, move. it's yeah. Like I don't understand that. the motion. I'm terrible. You know, so there's just certain ones. That it's just are, this. Are hard. It's just that. Nah. It's just, and I, I'm moving my hips, I but see it, it just but it never works. It I don't. Yeah, I can't get it. Yeah. The Omoplata one, when that fails, I'm really good at that because I fail the other one all the time. <laughs> a lot of practice in that situation. Yeah. You're supposed to suck. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You were really, uh, I will tell you the one thing that you were really good at right away and that I still am not great at, but I'm getting better a lot of people struggle with it i've noticed now it's it's so true but that hip bump sweep you were really good i remember telling you that first and it was like maybe the first week you were doing jujitsu yeah that's the only one that ever like was a natural motion for me yeah you did and i was like i suck at this this is you're you're way better at this than me and and so and that's still a strong suit i've I've noticed some other people saying that that i mean that's confusing to me because that one just like is the only movement that was like easy just get up yeah, um, but it was hard for it's hard for people. Yeah, I'm starting to get that because I've simplified it over the years, and I'm starting to finally get that. But uh, but yeah, and and look, if you if you have something that you have a proclivity to do well, maybe not even well, but if you understand the the movement like you did with the hip pump sweep, explore that more whenever you're doing that. You know, focus on the fundamentals. <laughs> right all right on to blue belt um i'll start with this one i think the number one criteria for getting your blue belt is that 
your your um, coach or your professor trusts that you're not going to hurt someone. I may be totally wrong. I think that that's I think that that's one of the one of the biggest criteria for blue belt. Maybe, yeah. Never really like thought about that. Really? Yeah. Because, well, here, think about it. Because blue belts and up work with white belts. Do you think they want to promote someone that's going to hurt that white belt or not, or not um, have figured out, you know, how to kind of train? I mean, that makes sense, but I feel like that's not. I'm not saying it's the only thing. I think I'm. I'm but you not, said it was number one. You I, know, I, in my opinion, yeah. Whenever, whenever a coach or professor promotes someone to blue belt, I think that they, I think that they believe that they they're they're past the point of that white belt where you can accidentally hurt someone. I'm not disagreeing with you. Okay. But All I'm right, also well, not saying, I just, I don't see how that's number one. I might not be number one. I mean, I, I'm making this stuff as I go along, you know? Yeah. Well, you said number one. That's kind of like. I, well, whenever I, I, that is one that I really thought about because I, you, you see it in the promotions, you know, you kind of see once wild people calm down, they get their blue belt. Is that a coincidence? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it's a coincidence. I mean, I see what you're saying. I think that's because nobody wants to hurt anybody. Most people don't. No, and I'm not saying that they're doing there's never an intent to hurt someone. I feel like it's a side uh I don't I don't think it is. Of learning other things, getting confidence in the in the other bad spots that you improve on not hurting other people. I think that's a confidence thing. Okay. I mean, I, I'll buy it. I, I respect your input on it. Well, I, just, I mean, that's John's opinion. That's what John said. It makes a lot of sense to me. So, like, it's a confidence thing in the, in the other shitty positions that, and and even, like, with submissions. Like, when do you not hurt people is, like, when you have, when I trust that I have an arm bar, I'm not going to, like, slam it on. Like, I have yeah. the arm bar. So, it's, like, right. more of a confidence thing. So. Maybe. I don't know. It's kind of like a chicken egg thing with what you're saying. But uh-huh. I see what you're saying. I don't. I don't think it's wrong. Yeah. No, no, yeah. No. Again, again may, maybe I overstated. I'm. I am. Well, I. Know. I just like to disagree with everything you say. I get it. You know, it makes it fun. It makes it more fun for me too. But I, it makes sense because that's. I mean, obviously important because nobody wants to train with somebody who's gonna. Even if I think you might hurt me, I have no interest. Yeah. Know. There's just too many people who won't. Right. And I have the right attitude. I have no interest in like fighting all the time. Yeah. Yeah, agree. Um, yeah. So are you are you saying the question is like, what should a blue belt be doing, or like, what do you need to do to get a blue belt? What's your question? Oh no, I don't care about that. No, we're just we're just talking about the different belt levels. I I, I don't have any. I I don't have. I don't have any interest in talking about how to get promoted. That's a silly thing to even think about. Yeah, right. Because I don't care about that. Yeah. So like. What I did at Blue Belt was just pick something, and it was guard passing, mm-hmm. and so and I guess back attacks were the two yeah two things that I really hammered on pretty much the whole time. 
was like a yeah. knee cut pass and back attacks was like white belt for me was all survival and like close guard and just don't let him out of the close guard because I'm going to die. And blue belt was all right. I'm going to be out of the close guard. Sometimes I need to learn how to get up off my back and try to pass the guard. And if I can pass the guard, I don't like side control. I didn't really like mount at that point. I want to get to the back. What's the best position in jujitsu? The back. Yeah. When you can't hit on the back. Yeah. Right. So that's where I wanted to be. And that was what I pretty much start to finish was always focusing on and still am. Um, yeah. But that was my primary. I mean, I, I just talked about this the other day. I, I spent countless hours with Joey. Like I didn't, I never switched. Like we, I wouldn't play guard. He would just be in the guard and I would be trying to pass unsuccessfully for years. Yes. And then we would work on back stuff. Yeah. And that's in my opinion. All you can do is try to find something that you want to focus on and try to get good at something. Agreed. Um, I'll, I'll start mine by saying uh, it's documented that the longest belt in jujitsu is blue belt. It's well documented, right? It's Makes it's sense. it's yeah. the it's the step between you know you're just out of your white belt phase to actually kind of understanding some of the fundamentals of jujitsu at purple belt, right? And um. When they say it's like kind of separates you like your hobbyist from like people who are serious. Over yeah. A long period and, of time. And again, it's where most people quit because, because, you know, at, at white belt, everything's new. Right. And your, your gains that you're getting as far as, um, getting better. Yeah. Your return on investment for your time span is huge, huge. Yeah. Right. And, and then at blue belt, man, it's a slog because you, there's a big difference between someone who just got their blue belt and someone who's, yeah. who's, who's moving up in the ranks, you know, and that's, it's probably the biggest gap, but yet still the slowest gap to conquer as far as being able to, um, understand what it is. That's the, the, the culture and, uh, the, the focus of, your academy, um, you know, whether that's fundamentals, whether that's competition, whatever the basis of that academy is, I don't care what it is. You chose that academy for a reason. And, and so to get to that next level just takes, it takes a long time, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of work. And that's where most people fail is at blue belt. You know, you've always heard the term blue belt blues and i think whenever you because it's so easy to know what to focus on because uh, as a white belt other people are dictating what you focus on mm -hmm. right when you get into blue belt now if you can pass the guard right if you do find yourself getting to the back then you're like okay now i've got to develop that part of the game as well as being fundamentally sound develop on your fundamental techniques that that you're doing each and every day mm -hmm. and and try to look for that. So um I I think you're spot on in saying find something that that you naturally or or that you just want to yeah, focus on. Yeah, you want on. to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think it should be your like, you can't do it if you don't want to. Like, I've tried. Like, I've tried to watch Footlock things. And it's like, it's something I'm trying to figure out. But, like, that's homework. 
and that's different. I think it's important. I think it's something I need to figure out. But like, it's not the why same. I don't understand that they're so fun. I don't know. It's probably because I'm not good at it. Probably if I was better at it, it would be more fun. But you understand to be good at it, you've got to be bad at it. I do. Man, I don't get that because they're so much fun. If it was more prevalent and it, like if I was in those situations more often, it probably would be. But it's so easy for me not to practice it because nobody does it. It just doesn't happen. It's not the natural progression of like all the other things that we focus on. But having, even if it was, it's just still not something that I gravitate towards. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's just not for me. So okay. it's hard. Like it's, it's like homework, but it's something I'm going to do and I am doing. It's just mm-hmm. not like at mm-hmm. the pace that like guard passing is when every role I'm passing someone's guard at one point or another, we're trying to, well, like I'm in the, I'm in that game, a top or bottom. I'm in that game. Every role foot locks, mm-hmm. maybe once a week, somebody's doing that. I mean, like Jeremy grabbed my foot the other day, but like outside of that, or Barry grabbed it yesterday, but like outside of that, doesn't it just it's not um it's not in my priority focus. And because it's not something I want to do all the time, I don't grab the foot. Because mm. I would rather try to smash. Yeah, but you love the MNRA role. I do. That's a secret. That's a secret <laughs> where where that's a surprise. We'll attack. talk about that. We're on blue belts now. That's a surprise tag. <laughs> um yeah, blue belt's a long, a, a long road. I, honestly, I, I had a lot of fun at blue belt. I think it was, uh, I, I think that, that, um, it was a lot of fun. And I think everybody, everybody gets that, whatever part of that blue belt blues is in that you feel like, you feel like you're stagnant and that, that you may not be improving at, as fast a pace and you're right because mm-hmm. you're not but that's where you make make those incremental gains of of what gets you over that hump and gets you really better yeah it's just and that's why i'm saying have it be something fun because the rest of it can be frustrating and boring mm-hmm. so like if i was frustrated and bored and losing and trying to do like homework at the same time basically mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm just not gonna do it mm-hmm. and nobody else is either so that that's that's why I'm saying like I enjoyed passing I enjoyed the back attacks and it's like that's where I did so I didn't always pass people's guard or get to their back it was rare but when I did mm-hmm. I would have success so it's like I it it without that I wouldn't care to do it mm-hmm. um so you have to you just whatever you think is fun if you like playing guard if you like passing guard if you like takedowns if you like the back if you like half guard just whatever you think is fun uh play with it agreed. You you know one of the things that um, helped me get over that like stagnation was to to really think about it and to write it down. Um, I was I, I still have them. I, I haven't looked at them in years, but um, the the uh, mental maps of the different positions, mm-hmm. right? And okay, I'm starting in close guard. Here's here's three things. And it's, it's that, that little tree that goes down and say, all right, so first I'm going to try to get the elbow. Then I'm going to try to hip out and trap their arm. Then I'm going to try to either get to the back or technical mount, depending on which way they go. You know, the, the progression of things just to, for me, um, 
to have a map that I actually wrote down made me think about it more, you know, and made me think about, oh, okay, well, if I do that, then I have to set that up or I have to be a little more sound here. So, um, you know, each position, whether you're defending or attacking to, to have actually written down the, um, the progression of what your happy road is, or even something that is an alternative off of that. If, if it fails, did you ever see that? The stuff that I did? No, yeah. not that you wrote. Yeah. It was, I've seen different thoughts. It was on a good before. exercise. I've I mean, seen like, uh, people writing it all out to me. That's a lot to think about. Well, that's the point mm-hmm. is that write it out. You may not, you know, you may not, well, you're still going to put a lot of thought into it, but write it out and then, then look at it and be like, oh, that probably doesn't make that much sense to do that, you know? Yeah. So that you, when you see it down on paper or something like that, I, and something, something that we didn't hit on, and that is that, you know, throughout this entire process, whether you're a white belt, blue belt, purple, brown, black, doesn't matter. Um, is it's super helpful to have a journal, right? Take notes all the way through because you'll look back on them and, and actually laugh at them, uh, you know, down the road and, and you can add on to those notes, take away from them, change them up. If you had a misunderstanding or, or conceptualize those types of things. And what I use is, uh, is an app. It's called my BJJ notes. And some people like to, put it down on paper. Um, for me, it's just easier to use the phone and I don't, I don't journal nearly as much as I used to. I tend to do the journaling after like a seminar now because you know, the fundamental stuff I've added to over the last five years, um, you know, and, and, and just kind of refined what I think the points are on, on what, John's trying to teach as far as fundamentals go. And then, then, uh, the other stuff, it's just more conceptual and, and the seminars like we have coming up with professor Steve hall, you know, I always, uh, take notes on those cause it's always a simple, but really something that you can implement into your game right away. Mm-hmm. You, you have any of your old I notes? notes? Yeah, you do. I haven't in a long time. Well, I mean, I haven't, in a long time other than the seminars and you know like i said i've the first three years i was refining the fundamentals stuff mm-hmm. all the time no it's a As, good idea you know it's like eating healthy it's a really good idea and everybody should do it yeah they should phil yeah. how's that going pretty good overall yeah, yeah. Oh, we should we should talk about you're you're getting jacked now. You and Michael are on the uh, weight training. We can't program. stray. We can't strain too much from the topic. We're on a time constraint. Okay, all right. We're on a time constraint. I got open mat in thirty minutes. Yeah, that's true. We do have open mat in thirty minutes. Um, all right, we'll move on. We'll talk about you being jacked here in another episode. Uh, six months from now. Just kidding. We're gonna do it <laughs> weekly. We're back. We're back on a weekly train. Ooh. So, um, anything else for purple belt? Anything else that you feel like or purple belt for blue belt? Um, oh. I would say this don't quit don't quit and look for feedback like look for areas that 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 you need work on and you know take a private lesson from your professor it's fell my coffee cups and i'm a string soaking wet (laughs) shocker um 
look for feedback and, and, you know, it might even be a good, good exercise to take a private lesson from your coach or, or your professor and say, Hey, what do I need to focus on? Where am I, where am I going? You know, you should have a pretty good idea and they probably do too. Um, and, and that's always a good use of, of time. So that's, that's one thing. Um, and don't, don't ever ask what you need to do for your next belt promotion. That's just stupid. Um, yeah, that's not the right way. But anyway, moving on. Purple belt. Your vast experience of nine months at purple belt, Phil. Has it been that long? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. Um, yeah, I just try to fix the things that I suck at. So like takedowns and footlocks and, you know, those I still feel like a, a white belt at. So... It's just things I've been working on and trying to address and trying to bring those up to speed with other things that I feel like there's such a difference between like something I do successfully against multiple people, different size people, different skill level people. And then things I can't do to anybody is like, they're like worlds apart. So trying to bring up to speed things that I can't do against anybody, or if I can do, it's really hard. Give me an example. A single leg takedown. You suck at those. Like, it's really hard. I might get it if they're my size. Yeah. And less experienced than I am. But if they, like, people, they vast, like, anybody that's like, yeah, well, I only wrestled for one year. Can't take you down. (laughs) Like, that's, you don't understand how hard you trained when you wrestled for one year. I understand how hard I trained when I wrestled. I think people don't. I think people like underestimate like how hard wrestling practice was because it was just that one thing. Well, think about doing it six days a week practicing and then then competing the seventh day. And it's so hard. Yeah. So I know it is. So like that's, you know, that's the gap that I'm trying to catch up to that I feel like uh, I, I feel like I can have success in a lot of positions just um, sometimes they're not on the floor yet, you know, and that's a problem. Yeah. And you know, maybe, so I'm just trying to bring that up to speed. Maybe in order to do that, you should probably go to Joey's takedown class on Thursdays and nights. Yeah. The problem was I went Thursday morning. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, that's if you want to focus on that, hey, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I was sore for a week after yeah, honestly doing a split squat, double leg blast yeah. double. No, I, it's going to have to be in every other week for me because I it takes me a week to get over the soreness. He's only doing that. That's not all the time, is it? Is it? I don't know. I think that was just one off. He does oh, those like once a month. Yeah. Okay, maybe if I've he does it once a month, class. that'd be great. I've asked for a wrestling class before. That'd now, be having said that, I mean, I always show up because they're hard. son of a... Eh, you know, that's why I don't ask to It is hard. It's hard. <laughs> we did like a, 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 the equivalent of a thousand lunges uh, in that class. Yeah, it was I mean, terrible. So, yeah, I don't know. That's like, uh, that, that's what I'm doing is just trying to fix, um, things that I think I'm a white belt at. And I've said this since the beginning, like when you bring up footlocks and things like that, competing was important to me. Footlocks were illegal. That wasn't my problem. Wasn't my priority. Wasn't my concern. Yeah. Like, uh, now as they become legal and as it becomes something that I haven't focused on, like, and you've said it, you've said it since we started, if you don't do it now, you're going to, you're still going to be since a white, we were belt. white belts. I've yeah. been working on it. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the thing you've always said, wherever you heard it, was 
if you wait till brown belt to work on footlocks because they're illegal, you'll be a white belt when you're a brown belt and that's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. And you know, now it's a problem. So, you yep. know, it's one of the things that I try to address a little bit because I'm, you know, a lot of it's ignorance is just, and lack of experience, you know, I don't spend a lot of time in the position, so I don't always have the best ideas on how to deal with them mm-hmm. or, or again, going back to the confidence of like how to deal with it, how to get out of it, how to survive it. Mm-hmm. So at the plus, you've got really positions. tender feet. I they mean, suck. That's they one suck. thing for me is the the only thing that's flexible in my entire body are my feet and ankles. Yeah, like that's it's it's an anomaly. Well, my hamstrings are super tight. Yes, you know, like notoriously, every doctor that's ever looked at them has been like, "What is wrong with you?" Yeah, and my ankles are like they just pop off of like accidental toe holds. They'll pop, and I can't walk right for months. And then like the only thing I'm not sure about that I don't really have problems with is my knees. Yeah. But it's like, I don't even want to find out like that. I don't have, you should do the knees over toes guy stuff. You know, the the tip of your toe, that would probably help with all of that. I'm working on that. Okay, good. I've got a little drag that you can do the backwards uh, weighted walks with. It's pretty cool. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah. But yeah, that, that's what my purple belt experience has been. And that's what it's going to continue to be is just try to fill in the gaps. Um, mm-hmm. so that I can feel, you know, have a, like every position on the ground. I may not know, I may not like it or, um, excel at it and against anybody, but I mm-hmm. have an idea what I want to do. Like half guard, I have an idea what I want to do. I don't like being there, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You're half guards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mine's, Barambolos, mm-hmm. Imanari rolls, mm-hmm. flying arm bars and triangles. That's what I'm working on. I'm just kidding. I'm not working on any of those. Uh, Imanari rolls. <laughs> but uh, but no, I, I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. And I've been going back to it too because I suck at closed guard. Mm-hmm. Like my closed guard is non-existent. My closed guard, you know what it consists of? Opening my guard. That's my closed guard. Mm-hmm. You know, and then going to seated guard and, you know, it's, so I'm trying to address that. It's like you say, trying to address the gaps in your game while, while trying to expand upon interesting things, right? Trying to, trying to gain a level of technical expertise in something you're interested in. For me, you know, it is, it is footlocks. I enjoy it. I I think that, um, I think it's fun to train them. I think it's easy to do safely. Um, And uh, Sammy, actually, Sammy and I, Sammy uh, seeing Brown Belt at um, Charlotte headquarters, we were doing, last Saturday, we were, we, for 20 minutes or 15 minutes, we were just doing leg lock stuff, you know, and and, in the gi, and, you know, we, I know that, Samuel will hook a brother. He'll hook a brother in the gi. You know, I don't, and I don't mind that at all. And and I and I know that. And um, and so we were we were working those for a good long time. And it's just it's beneficial to explore that. Yeah. And I I don't know. I'm I tap, you know, a few times or or whatever. But it's fun whenever you get into that exchange because because it's one of those things where it feels like you're never in the leg lock position, it feels like you're never in a stagnant position because you're always trying to get better. You're you're always trying to, well, maybe that's every position and I just don't understand all the positions, but 
you're always trying to get a better position, a better angle. Uh, uh, you're trying to hide your feet while they, you expose theirs. So, um, concentrate on w- what you like and, and make sure to at least, you know, keep up your proficiency at the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Why is it that they say purple belts don't do warm ups? I like warm ups. It's never been a thing with us. Yeah. I think that's just other places. Okay. I think they just run it different. Okay. Um, you know, the, the, I guess everything else too is just keep coming. You're going to get better. You can see it. It's going to be incremental, but you're already used to that slow incremental pace of improvement. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And also understand that just like that white to blue belt switch where there's a switch in the way people roll with you at certain times, especially when you first start, that it's going to be that way too with whenever you go to that next level. As well as should be. Put you in those bad positions. Yeah. I never noticed much of that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, I, I don't, a little, but not much. I mean, but that's the thing is they, that the upper belts, the black belts, they know that they can, that they can go and, and you're safe to roll with and they're going to explore things that, maybe you know they wouldn't explore with someone who's just starting or blue belt you know just because the the position is something that i don't know i don't know i don't don't know what i'm trying to say there but but uh yeah i know phil the time is getting we're we're i have to go train we're 18 minutes away from open mat i'm right there with you but this was an important one it was uh Thanks to Marshall for suggesting we did it. I don't, I don't know how accurately we word anything. I'm sure, maybe ten percent correct. So take it for what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh. So Phil, tell the shout folks out, out to there. all the sponsors for today's episode. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna end this. Thanks, folks. And if you're not out there. Doing something to be better each and every day. Get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jiu-jitsu. We hope you do too. I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's it's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Let's roll.